Welcome to By the Way You're Being Recorded, where I record phone conversations I have with my friends and maybe family. And this is a conversation between my brother and I as we talk about his transition in life and we talk about uh, the future and we also talk about the past. Uh, One of those being um, Bob Simon comes up, safe driver. He was a friend of our dad's back in the day and he used to do burnouts with his v8 car i'm not sure what it was it was red and it was big and threw stones into the street and stuff and uh we thought that was pretty cool uh this is the recording and before i put it in here i wanted to say that i had told him that i had wasted a lot of money on on recording our conversations in the past and, and never actually used it and um that's what i had said right before the recording started And that's what he's responding to. So here we go. And by the way, you're being recorded. Yeah. (laughs) I've wasted a lot of recording time. That's how you open this? Really? I've spent dollars. I'm telling you. Dollars. Multiples of dollars. I've spent multiples. Dozens of dollars on you. I'm not sure about dozens yet, but we're getting close. Stupid conversations. <laughs> and we haven't had enough material to make a decent podcast. Hey, listen, so. it's not my fault I was in the Navy for 10 years, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. Um, 10, Ten years? years? Like, wow. It's a joke. Anyway. Oh, oh. oh yeah. Okay. That's not why. It's Apparently like, not a good joke. I didn't get it. It was a little slow. Well, that's the definition of a good, a bad joke, isn't it? You don't get it? Uh, that's the definition of being slow. <laughs> well, I'm, I've never been accused of that. Huh? So uh, what's what's going on with the, you're probably going to, back to Illinois? Uh, well, it's Easter, so I'm going back to see mom and dad. Um, I had originally scheduled, uh, well, when I they hired me to, to be off anyway, um, but apparently, I don't know why they would expect people to work Easter Sunday morning. I just don't. Um, it doesn't make sense to me to to do that ever, uh, mm-hmm. especially if you're, you're packaging boxes that can't be shipped out that day. So, uh, but at any rate, um, I don't really know their, their flow in the back office or whatever's going on back there. All I know is that we've been kicking it in the um, the processing room or whatever they call it. Hmm. It's been fun. I've been uh, I've been uh, doing you know. I started out just you know setting the little plant on the plastic tray on my first day, and um, what like three or four days in, um, was, uh well now this is a full weekend. Today I basically she left the floor. Yesterday and today she basically left the floor of the manager uh, for a good chunk of the day while I uh, you know made sure things were running smoothly. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't in charge. I wasn't in charge, but it was kind of like she, she she came to me and she's like, "Can you make sure this and this and this happens?" And I'm like, uh, "Yes, yes, I can." <laughs> Basically, you're her mini me. Uh, I'm taller. Does that count for something? But yes, <laughs> you're taller, mini me. <laughs> well, you know, competency is not a thing everywhere. You know. Yeah. Uh, I just. Cut out.
All right, we are merged. Yeah, if if only you could, you know, hear the conversation I have with myself when it cuts out and I hear you talking. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, let me unplug my headphones and plug them back in. Oh, uh, let me try speakerphone. Ah, what's going on? <laughs> I was imagining whether you could hear me or not. But I, I, I hear everything you say almost every time. I don't know why it's always one way. <laughs> Have you ever heard me when I didn't hear you? I doubt it. Um, it's this happened is, before, but I don't know. What, what you, phone company are you with? AT&T. They're really good. I can't blame Sprint anymore. They got eaten up by T-Mobile, who, mm-hmm. by the way, I suggested you buy stock in uh, when I worked at Sprint, which was a long time ago. Yeah, and the stock did go up pretty well, I think, last time I checked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the ones that I picked went up higher. Everybody listening should check out the stock prices in 2013 or whenever it was that Jack Scott decided to do what he did um, because that was the same time. Anyway, for reference, you know. Yeah, everybody knows who Jack Scott was. Well, I'm sure a lot of people listen to this, Will. <laughs> At any rate, uh, check the stock price then, then just do a percentage and check now and you'll be happy with yourself or whatever. Oh, we did the contest last year and um, – you were the one that came closest to beating me out of everybody. Everybody else lost completely. I, I, I beat everybody. And the only reason I think that you didn't win is because you actually sold out. Um, but I needed the money. I, yeah. It's Literally. basic. That's why I sold out, too. So I don't have any so, of that money. Fun story. I, I had to I had to get money uh, from somebody to get on the road today. That's how close to the margin I am. Um, which is fine. Here, here's an interesting topic of conversation. I feel the happiest that I can remember feeling, and I have almost no money in my bank account right now. But I know that I'm going to have a bunch all of a sudden real soon. And I know that once my paychecks start coming in from work, I'm going to have, like, literally twice as much exposable income as I did before. Have I'm you sorry. seen Greg Cardone's? Twice as much, yeah, twice as much exposable income. Grant Cardone, what about it? I've seen him, but I haven't seen any specific. Well, I've watched little clips and videos, you know. Yeah, he did a video series called Millionaire in 90 Days or something like that. This this guy says, I don't need 90 days. I'll be a millionaire in 30 days, starting off with nothing. And I'm not going to use your, and they start off with $100. Like, I'm not going to spend the $100. And they're like, no, you have to spend the time. No, I, I don't need to. So. <laughs> well, I mean, what, there's not that big. If you're talking about a leap from zero to a million and a hundred to a million, it's not that big of a difference. Yeah, I know. I could go get a hundred dollars if you made me. You know, like if you said this is a one-time deal, you have to have, come up with a hundred dollars in a day or whatever. I could get one in an hour. I just beg all, you know, just keep going he, until somebody says the, yes. The point is, as he said, it's about networking with people. It's not about money. Oh, the hundred dollars. Yeah, well, the, the way he he built the network of people and trust, and you know, he it. I haven't seen the whole thing. I've only seen clips of it because it's like on some network I have to buy or whatever. Of course, but I, a millionaire. <laughs> I'm definitely going to see it. But he has like he's like they didn't even show a lot of the stuff that they should have showed. It was fantastic. This guy is insane. But he did it. Stacy just texted me as I'm replying with my thumb. Sam, that yeah. a safe driver. <laughs> okay. I have one of my former staff from camp that says that Sam Nutter safe driver. 
and it's because they do not think that I'm a safe driver. <laughs> but I'll, I will take my driving record up against theirs any day. But it, it has nothing to do with uh, Bob Simon saying that? Bob Simon, oh, safe driver? It absolutely has to do with Bob Simon saying that. Of course it does. Oh, okay. Peel out of, uh, on our driveway coming up and throwing stones into the street. <laughs> <laughs> Probably on purpose. Yeah, he had a V8. I forgot what kind of car it was, but yeah, every that, time he would come up our driveway, he would just, like, do a burnout. <laughs> uh, he had a Dodge Neon, or maybe it was a Plymouth, but anyway. Plymouth sounds familiar, but whatever Plymouth, it was. So back then, uh, back then, you know you know how, like, each company, each of the big three anyway, has, like, all their different branches. So for... I believe back when we were that age in the 90s, it would have been like Plymouth and Chrysler, Daimler Chrysler, and then like whatever. You know, there's other ones. There, I assume there's other ones. Now Jeep is part of Chrysler or Dodge or whatever the main brand is. At any rate, uh, usually they name the different cars that are similar and built on the same base and have similar body style the same or different names. But back then, they were just like, screw it, Neon, Chrysler Neon, Dodge Neon. Whatever the other one is, I think there was a third one. So I found that out like a week and a half, two weeks ago when I was looking into those uh, neons because I was thinking about, well, we were probably talking about Bob. It was probably exactly two weeks ago when I was driving. Not I could I go back 20 years and take my Dodge Charger 2012 against his V8 and my V6. Pretty sure I would beat him. Probably, yeah. He, what, what V8 did he have, Scott? There's no way that any of those neons had a V8 in them. There's just no way. No, this is before he had the neon. He had some kind of... Oh, yeah, he of. had this old... Oh, I think it was a Chrysler as well. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, I was too young to understand what cars were. I mean, uh, you know, models and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. All I knew was sure. V8, and that oh. was some kind of good thing, only it ate a lot of gas. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's... Some very, very basic and useful information to have. <laughs> also, I knew that my go-kart had one piston and one counter piston that didn't actually explode or anything. It was just like the counterweight for the piston. <laughs> when it V1. Was yeah. It was a one. There, no, there was no V. <laughs> you have to have I mean, at least two. I mean, there was a V. Down. It was a half a V. It was like a, <laughs> a, a one-legged V. Like this. It, it was eagle. a straight one. <laughs> Instead of a straight six. Yeah, that, yeah. You, you saw the video of me doing uh, donuts in the church parking lot with my go-kart. You know, not to complain, and sorry, Dad, if you listen to this, but uh, breaking the third wall. Um, I uh, I never had any of that growing up. Yeah, well, you know, uh, families are a spectrum, and uh, what takes place in a, one era doesn't not necessarily take a place in another. I don't know if Sarah ever went to a family camp. I don't think she did, which is why it didn't bother me that she didn't want to go, or I figured she wouldn't want to go. Um, Well, she hasn't talked to me, so I haven't gotten an answer, but I guess that's the answer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, that would be the answer. Well, I think even even Stacy's going, but anyway, anybody, a little palace intrigue there. Um, Yeah. Uh, I had a dream. That, oh, go for it, yeah. That Stacy and Sarah went, and I was just, like, especially happy that Sarah came. <laughs> of course. Yeah, you well, know, Sarah is... It was, a, it was a little more surprising in my dream, you know. A little surprising. <laughs> yeah. If that's, if that's possible. Yeah, um, I mean, it would be surprising in real life, I guess, if I didn't know and she showed up. 
But yeah, no, definitely Stacy needs to come, and I'll, I'll be happy with that. But you guys need to register. Come up with fifty bucks. I know. I understand. I didn't realize it was only fifty bucks, but yeah, it's it's definitely a money thing. And I think that after this weekend, I should be able to pay for it. And my new paychecks start coming on the seventh. They're going to be larger than the ones that I had at the. Uh, and then uh, I'm just Scott. I am so happy. I, I just I'm so happy. And I want to go back to the thing you were saying about. Uh, I literally pointed the water bottle at the phone like you were watching. <laughs> wow. Um, I, I I wanted to go back to what you were saying about uh, eras because I I've really been contemplating lately, and this is part of the reason I I did a timeline of my adult life, right? It's not fully there, but it's got most of the big picture stuff, right, Um, to look at it. And there are eras in your life. And and I think grasping that and understanding that and being okay with that, well, you know, the good old days are just a different era. And I think learning to pick up on the fact when you're – like I'm entering a new era. The last one was, what, uh, three months shy of a year, so it was like eight, nine nine months. So – I I moved out of the the, uh, the camp, moved back to the church, was there for a couple months, and then moved back to or moved into the apartment uh, in June of last year. I think it was the end of June, beginning of June. No, that's when I started at the end of June, right? And so I was starting at the dealership and starting there and all that. But the, the, we could bleep that out every time. That would be so much fun. Was yeah, I think I told you, are you still there? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm here. No, I'm just checking the phone because it's black screen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it wouldn't be the first time, you know. I, you know, I, I moved out of there, and I was start. But when I went there, they were like, people start telling me like my first. First of all, I didn't go in the. I, when I checked the website and got the job, here's a couple things that would probably be interesting. I didn't expect to stay so late. Like when I checked the website, it was till five, according to the website. Well, what I didn't know at the time is that. Five was when their their uh, not their shop but one of the departments closed. The service department closed, and six and seven was when the sales department closed every day. <laughs> the the first two weeks I was there, I left at five every day. Didn't even know. Like nobody called, nobody said anything. I just clocked out and left. <laughs> and then I kind of picked up on that, and I was really bummed that I ha- I would have to stay an extra hour or two. To me, staying till seven at a job that you arrive at nine in the morning is ridiculous and absurd. It's just not my game. It's not my thing. I'd rather have my time. That's, that's who I am. That's what I am. I don't want to be tied to a location for that long. No, thank you. Um, How about five to five? That's what I do every day. Okay. But you're driving around too. uh, So traveling, I would say, but also I agree. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do that either. And I'm aware that you don't either. Right. And, And you don't drive around with the job you had? Selling cars? No. I've ta- I've talked to you when you were driving oh, around doing that, something. Oh, that's that's the rarity. That's the sale where you have to deliver long distance and all that. That's that's not, not the norm. every day, but oh, no, okay. no, no, no. I, I get it. I, well, it became it became very rare. I didn't sell a car for like three months, dude, or two months at least. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't like automatic gravel pit. There was you're cutting out on my end. This is a little bit of a suspense. Will he make it back? Will the signal be strong enough? Maybe it's his phone. Maybe it's the network. Maybe it's the Bermuda Triangle. Maybe we'll try again. 
All right, we're connected. T-Mobile in Coldwater. That's all yeah. I have to say. I think it was the pass off because I had three bars, so I must have got kicked off of one tower, and it just couldn't make the full connection to the next one. That's my guess. I, I think when I had AT&T in uh, northwest Indiana, it wasn't any good. It's a pass took- off. It, it, when, when you're driving and you have a good signal, but it doesn't do the right thing, it's because the pass off is it, it just failed on the pass off between two towers. Because your phone is constantly, if you're driving, your phone's constantly passing you between towers. So it tries to establish a connection with the next one or three. It's really three at a time. but And that's how that works, right? Well, when it, there's an error, it tries to connect to one and then whatever. That's what happens. It gets all wonky. And, and you we know have, this because you worked for Sprint, right? Yeah, and unfortunately, I have the I don't have the ability to just do what I'm told. I have to like find out why everything works the way it does, so that when customers complain to me about their phone not working when they're truck drivers, I can tell them why. When they're truck drivers. <laughs> I mean, like well, I mean, really, I mean, those are the ones that come in the most. Honestly, truck drivers come in more often than regular customers. So at least in my experience, to get their phone repaired and stuff and oh. headsets, and they, they buy their headsets usually from the from the uh, store, at least when I worked there. I mean, that was like almost a decade ago, though, so wow. That long ago? <laughs> oh, yeah, like 2013. Like, that's what I was saying. Like, you could check the year. I'm thinking that's the year that uh, all that went down. Uh, seven years, anyway. Wait, no, that's eight. Okay. Eight years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everybody should have headsets because we all drive and we all want to talk on the phone. I think we all just have an implant that's just straight to the brain, you know? Yes. It's called Neuralink, and I am signed up for one. No air damage, and you're signed up for one? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. I, I mean, I, I'm i honestly, like, you know, you know me. I'm a, I'm a tech guy, so if, if, if it... If I could just think and have my phone call somebody and I don't have to talk to Siri, stupid Siri that doesn't understand me half the time, well, it's not the quite o- half the time. The only problem with that is uh, what else can appear into, you know. Uh, but well, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, well. It'll, I'm very interested in finding out how that works. Anyway, back to the topic of uh, epochs in life, or in life, I guess we call them uh, This era was really good. It didn't end exactly the way that I expected. Um, but everything that was bad, Scott, has turned out to be good. Everything that happened over the course of the last week and a half, two weeks, that I thought was a big negative, turned out to be a huge positive. You know, well, do you want to say what happened? Yeah, yeah. I can say a little bit of what happened. I just I want to be a little discreet because I ended up I have to move. You're aware of that, and I think you know the details of that situation. And I'm going to save. I'm going to save. I'm going to save so much money that I just feel like I I would have been able to pay my bills better at this point now anyway. Uh, so I'm kind of getting the better end of the situation. I I decided in leaving to try to. I didn't decide. I mean, it's kind of in my nature, but I, I decided to try to make it the, the, the easiest transaction, so to speak, that, that my uh, landlord would have to go to. And by the way, my landlord is an excellent, excellent person who has been very good to me, and I very much enjoyed 
every interaction with for the most for the most part. Um, but uh, and Except I really for the last one. Well, no, the last one was good. The last one was good. But I really do want to buy this property in a couple of years, and I, I intend to ask him. I'm going to remind him in a couple. He said two to three years, I think, or something like that. But I don't know if that should be out. But uh, I would like to buy the property someday if the opportunity presents itself. Um, which is really out in the middle of you know Pittsburgh or whatever it is. Yeah. It's in Osseo. Oh, okay. Yeah, Osseo, um, which is uh, not too far from Hillsdale. It's like five minutes out. You know where it's at. It's on the way to Pittsburgh. It's the original way that we used to drive to uh, Freedom Farm before, uh, well, before it changed its name, Christian School, and before uh, we discovered Bacon Road, which is much faster. Bacon Road. Yeah, our, our ride to school used to be like 20 minutes, and then it turned into like less. Oh, especially, especially when mom is driving. Mom may or may not have a lead foot, and lead being a beautiful metal in this context, I suppose. She's got a really good driving record. I mean, she only wrecked one time, and uh, we were young, and that was by Donald Smith Memorial Baptist Church and School. I remember. Yeah, you remember that, huh? We walked well, like two blocks. That was really strange. I remember thinking that was a long walk back then, too. I was like, oh, we have to walk all the way to the church. And then I was like, oh, that's not that long. <laughs> and, then, and then it dawned on me that I could walk out to that big old main road on my own if I wanted to. Yeah. Um, Oak Forest really opened me up to uh, exploring. I would drive my big purple bike around. Um, yeah, I, I had this big purple, I think, female bike. Oh, yeah, and of course. That was that was my bike, <laughs> and I would just go around and get lost, and then find my way back home. <laughs> yeah, Oak, but Oak Forest was such a great, great little subdivision for that. I mean, it had there was two ways out. You couldn't accidentally get out of your neighborhood, even if you tried. I'm sorry, I, Burbank is where I started doing. Oh, that. really? Well, yeah. that would not be the same way. I mean. So Oak Forest would have been that phase for me because by the time we were leaving, I was pushing 11 or I was already 11. I think I turned 12 when we moved to Iowa right after we moved there in the fall. Mm-hmm. Or 13. It might have been 13. No, no, no. I turned 13 after. I think I was 11. Let's see. We moved to Iowa in 1999. I would have been, it would have been 87, 97. I would have turned 10. Um, 97 and 98, yeah, I would have been oh. turning. I would have been turning 12. Yeah, I'm right. So, uh, yeah. So then, so you know, so now I'm going to be living with Gavin, who I've lived with before. He lived at the house with me. He immediately was like, "Yeah, you can." It's like you can live here, and I was like, "Fantastic!" You know, <laughs> and it's a lot cheaper. It's a farm. I'm going to live on a farm, huh. and. Uh, uh, it's it's going to set me up to do what I've been wanting to do, um, which is travel and work. Uh, you know, be able to travel when I want and work and support myself um, in a much quicker way. I'll be able because I have the liquidity. I'll be able to use that money not only to invest in my uh, endeavors, including you know Facebook uh, marketing for different people that I know in churches, and then also for uh, other things like Google Analytics and that sort of thing. Um, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm having a blast. I'm just exploring things that I enjoy doing, and I'm going to work at making money doing them. 
Well, maybe you can help me because I've got some production stuff that I want to promote someday. And you figure that out. And, um, you know, I hadn't, even, I hadn't even thought of it in regards to you, honestly. And honestly, I don't know why, because I, it's what I do. It's what I enjoy doing is figuring out which demographic to try to advertise this stuff to on Facebook or whatnot, Instagram, and then I've done that for a variety of different kind of businesses, a camp, um, which is a YMCA, a, a dealership, which I feel is a pretty broad already, <laughs> um, and then a flower shop, uh, churches, multiple churches. Um, you know, so how do different. you how do you do that? Do you uh, use a Facebook page? Uh, you know, I've managed the Facebook pages. I've of course managed websites as well. Websites websites is one of those things where if you know how to use some of the basic building websites such as uh, WordPress. There's WordPress and then there's Wix. Wix I've used quite a bit. Wix is really great for that. Canva, I imagine Canva has some sort of web function or at least something where you can build things you can use. I know you can use Canva to to build uh, at least graphics that look dynamic for your website. And the really nice thing about Canva is that you can, you can save color schemes for different uh, color schemes and logo folders that have that brand for that company that you represent uh, saved. So I can pull up. So when I'm working on when I was working on stuff for the dealership, I can pull up that color scheme and those logos and stuff and have them available while I'm working on images for that company, etc. Mm. Yeah. So hey, uh, I I need to take another phone call. Can I let you go? I know it's kind of abrupt. I apologize. That's fine. We've got enough here for a half okay. hour. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.